Hello, everybody, and welcome to Not Another Nat One. We're an actual play D&D podcast, but it's not an episode. It's not a small talk. Today's a very special day because it's Nano's one year birthday. Yay! Yay. Happy birthday, Bill. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Nano. I, I can proudly report we're just five proud dads of this little baby podcast. Aww. It's sleeping through the night. We don't have to breastfeed anymore. Mm. I mean, that was a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, I was. Lie. Yeah, thankfully we just got to like <sighs> cross straws for that. It was uh, a microphone great on your nipple is yeah. hell. It was yeah. teethy. It was not fun. This, this got weird yeah, real it fast. It got very weird. <laughs> it, it started weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my name is Sam Allen. Uh, I have played Clickbait in season one and DOS in season two. And hello, everybody. I am the player formerly for Barry Singletis in season one and your pit master for season two, uh, Chase Ezel. And I am not your boy, but I'm a nerd and I am proud and do not let people make you feel bad about the things that you like, okay? Unless you like bad things, then you should feel bad. But in general, <laughs> just like the things that make you happy. Chase, that was, uh, I went through a roller coaster of emotions there because you were aggressive but sweet. And then you got like aggressive again and then smart. I was like, it's the Chase's old package, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything I'd say is a mixed message. Yeah. Well, thank you for being our pit master in season two. Uh, I am more than happy to take that mantle. (laughs) Well, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith, here to celebrate the year birthday of this podcast. Uh, We've got it cake. Um, It's right there. There's no cake. We should have gotten it cake, guys. No, we shouldn't have. (laughs) We'll feed it to the soundboard, and you just have to clean it out later. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just mush it all the way to the microphone ports. Here you go, guys. (laughs) Just smash it on there. Well, the reason we didn't get cake is the last time we had cake at something like this Alex punched. I it. literally punched he it. Did punch yeah, it. He did. Did exa- well, I, aside from being your boy, I played the Doctor Sidus Sericator uh, in season one, and I'm currently playing the Gladiator Fiddy Tyson, Pretty here, Paladin, the Pretty Paladin, the Lion of Chains, Hold the Gladiator. Uh, here in season two. And also, I'm sorry to cut you off, Keith, about to introduce yourself, but what we really should have done is got one of those hyper-realistic cakes that looks like the soundboard. Mm. Mm. That would, and then replace, replace it, and not tell you, and then not tell me, and then I go to like push right. a button, and I just dip in it. Now we know for the two year. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think right. that would have broken your brain, Alex. <laughs> I probably would have just passed out. Yeah, I feel like you would have gotten unreasonably upset or angry. <laughs> Why is it not lighting until up? Until we found, until you found the actual soundboard, you would yeah. have thought this was a dream, and that you could do whatever you wanted. So you just started doing wild shit. <laughs> I just started flipping tables yeah. and yanking the Gibby tapestry down. Oh, you can no, not Never even that. in your dreams. Oh, not okay. Sorry, guys. Keith, get us on track. Yeah, let me let me introduce myself. Hello, uh, I am your no longer forever DM yeah. of hey. season one. Now playing Luck the Gunner, uh, having a great time. Also known as Big Poppy. Still don't like it. It's widely known as Nitro Man <laughs> or Nitro Poppy. Nitro Poppy. Nitro Poppy. Oh, I was not here for this. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Keith clicked a bad link and sent messages about free oh, nitro yeah. to half yeah. the Discord. Yeah, my shame. <laughs> I literally had I literally had a friend who we both know who has not talked to you in forever is Jamal. Uh, that he texted me and was like, "Hey, I think Keith got hacked." <laughs> I got so many like supportive messages. I think I got like five different people.
people told me that I've been hacked. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, the person speaking to you right now is named Andrew Harris, and I have played Carla Connors. Chonker, uh, and also Clive Dangerfield. Yeah, the can can we do the the thing for Carl though? Uh, yeah, do it, yeah, do, yeah, it yeah. do it, do it, do it, do uh, it. <laughs> hey, y'all! My name is Andrew, and I play Carla Connors. Uh, <laughs> play Carla Connors, the Bugbear Barbarian, aka Bugbarian. Yes, yeah, there it is. Okay, this is how this is. Man, this is fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. It's going to be really kind of loosey-goosey style. We are going to tell some stories. We're going to crack some probably mediocre jokes. We're going to beat the shit out of each other. We're going to beat the shit out of each other. Verbally. And then we're going to we're going to cry together. And then we're going to ask each other questions. And how that's about what a quick warm-up tongue twister for you guys? Okay. What the heck? Yeah, okay. everybody just say Irish wristwatch five times fast. Irish, but just oh, like, like Chase do it and then I'll do it and I'll then you like it. do it around, and then whoever yeah. does it best. Okay. All right. If I fuck this up, I'm going to leave. <laughs> it's going to be like for a game sure of tele- uh, Whenever someone fucks it up, next person picks it up. Yes, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, it's very cute. We're all pretending it's not going to be Keith that fucks it up. That's what <laughs> can we go the other way. Yeah, let's go this okay. way. Start with Sam. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. I am Chase Ezel, and I play Barry, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin', Drake Warden, Dragon Board Ranger from Vest Helm. Oh. Got it in one. <laughs> oh, I have to go? Yeah, 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 you have to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, you have to do it. What's up, everybody? It's no, not you your say, boy, Chase, Chase Ezel, and I play Barry, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin', Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger from Vest Helm. All right. Bingo. Okay. I had to think about snap, snap, every. Snap. Yeah. Every synonym. Points off for not saying it fast. Yeah, I could. Uh, (laughs) Hi, I'm Chase Ezel, and I play... Barry, the straight, <laughs> shooting, rootin', tootin', Drake, Borden, Dragonborn, Ranger from Best Helm. All right, all right. You did it. Hey, everybody. My name is Chase Ezel, and I play Barry, the straight, shooting, rootin', tootin', Drake, Gordon, Dragonborn from Best Helm. No, oh, he's not. He's Ranger. Ranger. Wait, which, oh, the Drake Borden, Dragonborn, Ranger from Best Helm. Oh, does, does that mean I have to say what Andrew says? No, no, no. You have to do it right. Okay. All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Chasey Zell. No, but I'm not, not your, boy. your boy. Not your boy. Not your boy. I'm your anchor in Fortnite, and I play the straight <laughs> shooting, rootin' tootin' something, something. <laughs> <driving more. laughs> You, you got the right thing after rootin' tootin' and you just added two unnecessary something. Okay. Perfect. Was straight shooting rootin' tootin' Drake, 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 Drake Ward? Drake I can't remember Drake Ward. That's is what it, it was. So no. Is Ranger at the end? No. Drake the Borden straight shooting rootin' tootin' Drake Ward and Dragonborn Ranger from Vest Helm. So Ranger is at the end. Okay. Yeah. Right. The sad thing is that the part that stumbled me the most was I forgot Barry's name. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen, if you listen to it, that's the ball. So, okay, it was Barry Singleton. Very, yeah. Barry Singleton. Hiccup, okay. hiccup. And actually, very recently, I got. I've been so confused in a in a home game I have with my friends from college because we added a new guy in for a couple of sessions. Who first time playing D anD D, and honestly, for a newbie, was doing great. Uh, but named his character Barry Lurd after Larry Bird. So he was Barry Lurd, the thirty third out of the Celtic clan. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I, I'm the only one that probably knows anything about. About yeah. that. I love that hey, so fucking hey, much. Every single time somebody said Barry in that 
game. I perked up. I was like, wait, I don't, I'm not him anymore. <laughs> I'm, I would say I'm just as much a sports head as you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I walked into Andrew's house today and hockey was on. Oh, oh yeah. No. I'm just saying, like, if there's a sports head from Alabama watching That's, hockey. It gets better than that. I wasn't even watching a hockey game. I was watching a YouTube channel that was doing a beef history about hockey teams. That's deep. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> like, throw it out there. Love that. Uh, so let's let's work backwards here. Okay. Let's first thing let's do, let's talk about kind of how we all came together as a group. Okay. I, like uh, I think it started with us playing the original pit campaign with Chase. Yeah. Um, like two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Like Jeez. two and a half years ago. It was, that fun. was a long time ago. We played, we probably played. It was between five and eight sessions, yeah. but yeah. I don't know specifically how many it was. Yeah. We talked with plants. We met, we met a really strange carriage. What What was that guy's name? Dale. Dale. Dale <laughs> yeah. Clive. Dale Clive. Dale Clive, the uh, horse salesman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to talk Details about Details unneeded. <laughs> but he was No, y'all made it weird. He was just a good guy who loved his horses. A lot. I will say uh, that that was one of, that was the weirdest session one I've ever been was, a part of. It was so bizarre. That was it was. Oh my god! you played with yeah, you guys. I'm glad you eased us into your style of humor. <laughs> and it, I really fucking and didn't. Chase immediately. The, the, no, yeah. no, no, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Time out. Time out. Everybody. That was the first time we ever played D and D together. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, That was it the was. first time that I had ever met you, Keith. Correct. And the first time that Chase I had met Chase. either of them. <laughs> it, yeah, right into the fucking deep end. Yeah, it was two, two separate <laughs> uh, the what weird in? fetish the deep, things the happening in the that. that was a that was a wild, yeah, wild two very weird. One. Like borderline decent jokes. Why did we tell me why we swapped <laughs> from the pit to Strahd? Because that's where the story I, goes. I, next. I think you wanted were, to play Strahd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so, was, yeah you the just, summer rolled yeah. around. You had more time because you weren't teaching at that time and wanted to DM again. So we put the pit on hold, uh, ran Strahd. And I don't think we ever played another game of the pit after that because by the did. time, like, we got around to it. We were just like, hey, let's start a fucking podcast. Yeah. Cause we played Strahd for about, what would you say, a year? I don't think it was that long. It was, it was, that long. About, it was four or five months. Yeah, yeah. we probably months. got to probably got like seven sessions. I think we were, like, we were I want to say like eight, eight to ten uh, months. My, my notebook with all of it said that we sat down twelve times. I, well, I think that was six months then, because I think we were meeting yeah. every other week. Yeah, yeah. 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 So six months every other week. And I mean, those were between five and eight hour long sessions. Yeah. You know yeah. 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 like they were gigantic, big yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah. And I remember. Through the Strahd campaign, Alex and I would call each other and just say like how much fun we were all mm -hmm. having. And it was probably like Thanksgiving of 2021. It, it was right? Thanksgiving yeah. week yeah. because I was off work. Right. Because I remember it was like midnight when we were on the phone. I, I'll never forget this phone conversation. I think we were on the phone for like over two hours. Yeah, it was a long time. It was like two and a half hours. Yeah. And we were just talking and it, it kind of just came up organically. Like, I can't remember which one of us said it, but we were like, it wasn't even like, let's start a podcast. It was like, if we did start a podcast, like what would it, what would it look like? Yeah. And we even came up, we even came up with an entire, almost like a campaign yeah. storyline like that night. Yeah. We storyboarded an arc, like yeah. a, like a 30 episode arc just between just us. Cause our, our conversation over Thanksgiving break was what does it take? What, what would it take? What, how much money does it cost? You know, uh, what mics? 
uh, who's going to DM? You know, we were even up until like two weeks before we sat down for real. No, nah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that soon before we recorded. But th- there was conversations that night about who was going to DM. And it was just us trying to figure yeah. it out. Uh, I will say for the listeners, what they storyboarded did not end up being anything. No, not at all. Nothing. At first, like, because I think you, Alex, called me like the next day mm-hmm. and it was something we had kind of casually talked about from time to time because we're both big into the Adventure Zone and Dungeons and Daddies. We're like, oh, that'd be fun to do sometime. And we've been doing like creative endeavors for 14, 15 years now. Yeah. And it's just been like, that seems like a next logical step, but never took that step where yeah. like you and Sam had the conversation when you came to me. It's like, hey, we want you to DM. We have this kind of idea. We want to give you like the outline and you run with it. And then that just didn't happen. Because didn't happen. <laughs> that night, I because uh, Sam and I, even for a couple of days, we kind of battled with, because the initial thought was that I was going to DM. Yep. Like that was, that was the initial conversation that Sam and I had just literally just dreaming. You know what I'm saying? Because when we came to you, Andrew, and you, Keith, and you, Chase, with the idea, you, Andrew, you were the one that kind of grounded us in reality because I'll never forget what you said because you said that I've had people that have said, let's make a podcast before but never went through with it. That kind of made me think, okay, well then let's go ahead and get the stuff, <laughs> you know, like, and we started getting the stuff pretty like quick. Jan- mid to late January when we had all the stuff yeah. getting it set up. We started yeah. recording the miniseries yeah. in January. I was, mm-hmm. I was super pessimistic about it starting out just because like I said, I, I, I had had, God, I, I had had at least half a dozen conversations with people about the idea of doing like a D&D based podcast mm-hmm. uh, or show or whatever. Uh, and it it just, it never materialized, and it was always just like a lot of bluster, a lot of like excitement, and then just no action. And so when y'all talked to me, I was I was very much just like, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> and then here we are, yeah. a year yeah. later, and we've got so much that we can talk about. But the, that it's just such a it's such a sweet thing to think that. Y- y- I don't want to keep harping on the, the the idea that like Sam and I came up with this thing, but like. It was just an organic conversation that we started talking to you guys about, like, what would it look like? And within a month and a half, we were sitting down behind mics. Like, it was a very quick, this is what we want to do. We know how to do it. Let's just see what happens. And then it's a year later. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think one of the big turning points, in my personal opinion, is is when we got Keith on board yeah. and Keith already had a whole world yeah. built, a story written and it was like we could we could go ahead and only worry about making characters, making sure we have the right equipment, and then the campaign will take care of itself. So for me, it was like that was a huge moment. Yeah, bringing Keith on board, and then because up up until that point, Alex was the only DM I'd ever played with. Yeah, no, up until that point, we had even talked about it being me and running like the outline yeah. of what y'all had, and I yeah. sort of filling the gaps in and. The the original concept was really close Very to the mist, similar yeah. which is mist. Yeah. one Very of the reasons similar. why we decided to run the what mist. What you have. Mm-hmm. Very early on, it was very evident that I did not need to DM. Well, and it's it's so good that you didn't because yeah. I, I, I do, I 100% think that 
we wouldn't have made it and not not to do, have anything having anything to do with your dming but like you've taken up taken on so much responsibility as like editor and all the sound stuff that doing yeah the dming too like it would have been the alex show it would have been, been showing up it would have been impossible yeah like it would have been and it just there also needed to be some sort of wall between this is at my house i also get to edit it yeah. i get to write the music for it i don't need to be the one that's telling the story too yeah like because then it becomes just one person yeah. then that's not that's not we've tried really hard to make this a democracy <laughs> we have i thought no, so not really <laughs> thought it, so. No, whatever you say we definitely have. We're not uh, elected, so maybe yeah. we when are. When Alex says move the mic forward, you move the <laughs> oh, mic. Yeah, this is not elected. That's, that's different. That's an authoritarian dictatorship. That's why he doesn't even say it. He'll walk over and move your mic for you. Yeah. I stopped asking. I just started doing. Yeah. So, about, you know, as we're getting the story together and buying the mics and, you know, moving all of this stuff into one of Alex's, what was this? So, we're in the podcast room. What was this room? Music before? room. It was, it was just my music it was just room. A music it room. It just had all my amps and my guitars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I had my drum set in here yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is just my music. Do you ever I, put your nuts on it? My step brothers. I, I am. I'm not going to go on record <laughs> on with that one. I, We're going to talk later, Alex. <laughs> I know this was music room because I stayed the night here one you did? time. Yeah, and uh, I had to wake you up. <laughs> yeah, they they tried to wake me up to make me to like for my wife to take me go, yeah. make oh, me go God. home. Uh, and Alex just plugged in his guitar to his <laughs> massive amp and started jamming out in my ear to make me get wake up. And it was it was rude. You want to know what, though, Andrew? It didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work. No. We could not get you. <laughs> I was I was out. <laughs> when he was trying to tickle you at he, one point. He was very sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw Andrew's whole ass that day. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah. Hey, hey, was that, was that Halloween? Yeah. 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 I, I, I hate to break it to you, Sam. You're not special. <laughs> That's a lot of, I mean, I've seen a lot of people three times my, now. I thought on, I on the Labor Day trip. I want to yeah. see him turn around in the kitchen. like, oh. There's Andrew's ass. <laughs> it's a it's a go-to of mine. I don't know why. Uh, Alex mentioned the democracy. I think the first example of us like uh, oh, no. enforcing that democracy mm -mm. is when we were when we were talking about what the name of the show. Okay, yeah. Is yeah. Going to be. Oh, you mean okay. when we all outvoted you? Yes. Yes. I have that list somewhere. Let me find all the names that we had. And Sam, we had some good ones. Sam has we, never let it go. He's brought up at least six times on mic that yep. he did not want this to be the name. I, How do you feel about the name now? It's okay. <laughs> really? I would. I love the acronym. Uh, the, yeah, name, yeah. the name the is like good, is so but the, the acronym is perfect. The acronym yeah. I remember is something I was pushing for because yeah. we had a handful of ideas, but none of them made a good acronym. I was like, we need. I want to have like some a shorthand like Taz or NADPOD or something yeah. quick and off the tongue that you can just acronym. But I have the list of all the name ideas that we were considering at the start. Name out like f five, ten of them bad boys. Not ten. Speed run. Hit them. I was about to say, we can like, speed run go. through it. But not your dad's D&D podcast. Role play among yourselves. Whose oh, roles is anyway? Are you sure about that? We do that. Magic Misfits. Scrying with a capital C for crying. Chaotic <laughs> Stupid. Roll in Peace. Ready in Action. Dungeons and Day Jobs, which was taken. Dice Goblins. Crit Happens. Crit me with your best shot. Swords and Spellbooks. <laughs> Sabers and Scrolls. Oh no, our characters, they're broken. 
<laughs> Intrepid Zeros, Grits and Crits, which was taken, Gelatinous Noobs. Do we level up? Have we leveled up yet? Roll the bones, roll for damage, or to die for. Like, right. Crits and Grits dice. was goat. That yeah, was that the best. Was yeah. It was taken by a D&D podcast out of Atlanta, Georgia, as Grits and Crits. That they posted like six episodes and then was nothing else was like it's already taken though. There, there, yeah. there is a alternate universe where we were very close to calling ourselves Crits and Grits. There yeah, is. Crits like, and Grits I, and Magic myth, we, Misfits are my two. I favorites. like the Magic Misfits. I also really like. Uh, uh, do we level up? Yeah, I, I liked that. One it didn't have a good acronym. It didn't. No, no it, it, yeah. it, I um, knew that one couldn't be. Whose whose role is it anyways? Was a that one, one was taken? I, I, I love that show. Yeah, that was. Whose role is it anyways taken up by a, an impro- a full improv like live D and D show? Yeah. yeah, shout out. There no, we go. Not right. shout out. So what was the name that you want? Whose role is it anyway? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that show was like whose there was like whose role R O L E role and ours was R O L L, but it's still like the same. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I argued it's the same but different. That, yeah. that SEO would have been messed up though. Yeah. We would have no. never hit the first the the first look on Google. Yeah. We're starting to, to we're starting to get into NAD pods though. Because when yeah. you first look yeah. at when you first look at not another on any of the searches, it used to not show nano, but now it does. Now it well, does, baby. And I didn't I didn't realize it when we picked the day that but I was like we're, we are real close to a very prominent I, D&D yeah. podcast. Yes. It, it, that it, might yeah. have made a, a difference if I had it fully considered have, that. Yeah, yeah, it might have. See, but. I just remember searching not another net one on Spotify to just make sure it wasn't taken and getting all these super weird, like, quote-unquote shows that the thumbnails were all, like, scantily clad women and the names of them all were just random strings of numbers. And I was like, what? I feel like I've stumbled into something I shouldn't be seeing. Yeah. I'll have screenshots. I'll send them later. to remove this. This is, like, some Illuminati shit. Yeah, this is crazy. This is, I love uh, this. Also, I think that's just Chase's algorithm knows him too well. <laughs> it didn't show me any of that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad with the name that we chose. I mean, I got it. I got the tattoo. I'm really glad as of yesterday. I'm really glad that Sam didn't like it, and then in season one he rolled like 30 nat ones. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been a running joke. Sam is the namesake of the show, and he hates it. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, listen, somebody's got to be the anchor. I'm I'm okay with being the anchor for the show. (laughs) Uh, Something else that was kind of. we never, I, we never fought over everything, but do y'all remember trying to figure out what our logo should that be? That was what I was going about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that because Keith's got some questions coming up, but the logo, man, yeah, I, I was the only, like Alex was the holdout. The I was the holdout on the logo. I was never fully sold on the logo that we went with, yeah. and I was the pedantic one saying like, "Nah, change a color, change a color." Since so nah, you don't like, like it, why one. don't you describe it? What do you mean? Describe the old logo. It's the same, it's but the like same a logo. aqua color. Yeah, it, it, it was just it, it was, was like, like a green. weird teal green. Yeah. The drop shadow yeah. on the text was red instead of black, and mm-hmm. the D twenty was like a kind of strange gray. Uh, I think there's actually still. I think it's on an, my SoundCloud. I don't on think the, it's, uh, I love no, that. it's on the SoundCloud. It's on the band lab, I think. Yes, it is and on the band lab. And there's also, I think, I don't know if I took it out of the Discord. I think there's a reaction. Uh, this like Nan Old is what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love the original logo for the record. It, no, it was great. Like, and yeah, that, that, uh, that, that whole fiasco was. was uh, it was, it was some drama though. It was, it was drama, man. And it, one of the funniest parts of it though that I remember just being so confused about was you you hated it so passionately, and then I realized 
that I think, because we did a ranked choice voting yeah, thing, yeah, like yeah. first, second, third, and you had voted for it as like your third option. Yeah, I, like on there. I was like, you voted for this. I put it on there because I knew that I was going to lose the vote. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm a, this will be my peace offering for it. <laughs> and, peace then I, offering and then I kept looking voice. at it and I was like, I... I just, it was the color. The, yeah. the, once we, once we settled on the purple, which we've stuck with, yeah. and I think that it was the right move personally, because the purple just. It's nice. It's it a pops. nice, yeah. it's a nice color. The green, I don't know. I, I it's a good logo. <laughs> dude, it's yeah, a great logo. Dude, you don't have to like it. It's a great well, logo. Uh, I'll say you hate Alex. Say you hate it. I don't hate it anymore. I was about to say, because okay, okay, there, there was actually a time where anymore. we got real fucking pissed yeah, at, each other. at each other. Like, I, I was about ready to throw down over, like, just a conversation where we were both, like, tired at our wits end. We were both then, being like, really, yeah. like, chill, childish. Yeah. Like, and then, like, a couple months later, like, we had finally started, like, putting out episodes and getting things going. And then you called me up and said, because like, I was wrong about the logo. I was. I love it now. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, it was It was one of those things that I just needed to see it. I just needed to fall in with it. But that's something that y'all have hopefully learned about me and something that I am I work on daily is that I am very passionate and opinionated person. <laughs> and sometimes I just got to be quiet. Well, so, then sometimes it works. It's like I, I will say that if I had not spoke up, yeah. we would not have the purple. I am about to say, it's one of those things where at least especially earlier on, because we've talked about before, I had to teach myself graphic design, like yeah. was learning how to use Canva, how to use Procreate, how to like mix the two, take something existing that we had the rights to through Canva, turn it into what we wanted it to be. And I, there are probably about a hundred variations of the logo with different colors, stuff yeah. in the background, yeah. different kind of shadings, different textures throughout it that we went through. And like, Especially with the audience, like I put so much time into yeah. this and they don't love it. I am I'm personally hurt, but it's like, nah, we're working as a team to make it better. It's just I gotta step outside myself for mm. a second too and take in this feedback as feedback. Now some of it could have been shared better, some of it could have been taken better, but in the end, love the season one logo. Lo I personally think the season two is one of my favorite things as like any podcast logo and that might just be me being a little bit selfish and no, self-righteous, but it looks, it I, looks great. One I, of my favorite things is that this, this is teaching us just as people, or maybe not even teaching, but it's a, it's a way that we can practice like group problem solving, even outside of just the D and D portion yeah. of it. Because I mean, it is kind of, I mean, we're, starting a business, you know what I'm saying? And there's different personalities, there's different people at the table. And there's been times where those personalities have bumped Class, heads, yeah. but we've been really, really good about just open communication, talking it through because we're here. Yeah. It's well, been a year. Like, if you're listening to this and you're trying to start some kind of venture or yeah. another show or something with your friends, just be ready. You're going to get mad at yeah. each other. You hear the fun stuff here, but there are some not fun parts, but just be communicate openly and honestly, try to put your feelings to the side and try to communicate with respect, taking their viewpoints into perspective. And then you can succeed. You will, everything will work and things will be great. At the same time, do not be afraid to speak out. Though. Yes. Like you, you have to, if you are, you know, even if you're the odd man out, you know, listen to your gut, listen to what you're saying, listen to what is going on, take into account your friends, but speak out, you know? Yeah. Also. At, yeah. at the end of the day, our issues, it wasn't, it wasn't a like Alex versus Chase no. or me versus Alex. It's 
the nano group versus a problem that we are having. Yeah. It's like we're all on the same side. And it's just, I think that mindset is super important to have yeah. when you're working with people, yeah. Yeah. just because you don't want it to make it look like, you know, you are arguing because you don't like somebody's opinion or something. It's like, we are all just trying to solve we're trying to make yeah. something better yeah. together. And, and as long know? as you have like open communi communication, it's like, it's okay if you're the odd man out because if uh, I brought stuff up yeah. and I was like, I know I'm the only one who thinks this, but I just want to say it. And it's like, oh, and then like two other people will be like, oh, I thought this too. Like, la like it, what was it? Two days ago. Yeah, literally like yeah. recently. It's like, I, I, have, it's like, I have this problem. I don't want to be like the stick in the mud, but it's like, oh, we actually agree with that. Like that's something. And, it, and then sometimes you're like, hey guys, I don't know if this is right. And then I'm like, I think it's fine. And she's like, okay, well, that's great. I brought it up. Let's move on. Like yeah. it, it, it's just uh, having a thick skin and being able to talk about it and then move forward no matter what the results are. You have to be available and willing to accept criticism, but also be available and willing to dish out criticism as well. Like without being without like being mean in, or cruel, yeah. though. Like 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 Sam said, we're working together to solve a problem. Approach it as teammates. Mm. Even if it's you, if it's something that maybe has come up from within something the group is doing, that's still the problem for the group to face. Hmm. Yeah, like when Keith in season one <laughs> made me roll my own damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. For the record, I listened to Dungeons and Daddies, which is like uh, I, I think I've been enjoying it so far. At the They're beginning. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> he makes them roll their own damage mm -hmm. on like fall damage and like. That's tough, episode yeah. two. And I was like, Sam is giving me shit for this. <laughs> and like, it's not just me. It is not just you. No, but you have to remember that you're dealing with me and I like to troll people. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, so something else I wanted to bring up is over the course of year and Chase kind of already uh, shed light to it a little bit. We have all like grown in a year mm. with like specifically in certain areas Alex, your fucking editing skills over the course mm -hmm. of the year, mm -hmm. like you are already starting out at like, I would say like an eight, like even dating back to like the mini series that edited stuff, the music was like really good. Mm. And then with like the tips you've learned, the, what do you call them? Like the cool, like the cool new toys. I call them like my secret sauces. Yeah, the secret yeah. sauces and that you From my audio files out there, it's just plugins. Yeah. <laughs> it's just different plugins I buy. But like you learning about yeah. it and like making the episodes better and like you work so fucking hard mm. to make sure that like all the episodes sound great. Chase, like you've already mentioned it, your graphic design stuff and the stuff you do with social media. Oh, and you. you, like, you're the one that built the Discord. Yeah. Like, you built the, all the channels. That was and a stuff. lot of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Keith, with your DM stuff, like, you were awesome. We wouldn't, that first we would season. Not, you brought it up that he already had the world. We yeah. didn't have to stress about a DM. And not, it's, now it's, we got a second DM, and I'm not, I don't want to say we're stressing about him, but like, in that moment, we needed. A foundation, and he already had it. Yeah, yep. it did kind of clear us up because, like, so yeah. we already decided that you were going to do the editing, and at that point, the the next DM in line was me. Until like Andrew told us, was like, "Hey, Keith is the best DM I've ever played with. We should give him the reins." And at that point, I was learning to do the Discord and setting up the social medias and learning graphic design. Freed me up to focus time on that, while Keith had the time to do the prep work and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was the most uh, conviction that I have had in like the in the podcast experience was at the very beginning that I was like, if this is going to succeed, 
Keith is the DM. <laughs> and I, I genuinely think that you were correct in that. Yeah. Like, I don't think that we would have made it a year without him yeah. being the DM because Chase wouldn't have had the time to learn. I wouldn't have had the time to do what I needed to. Sam had never done it before. Yep. And I know that Sam, when he DMs, is going to be incredible, but it's a different beast. So I'm, I'm thankful that you convinced us because then we got season one, which was a freaking was banger. Awesome. Pause listening audience. You'll hear a story about me DMing later in the podcast that, yeah, they, don't, that they don't know about. Oh, uh, I, I do not know. Uh, yeah, me neither. Uh, okay. Well, do y'all want to transition into our questions? We all kind of came up with questions to ask each other, yeah. right? Uh, I have one before we start. Yeah, so I'm going to ask two yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. okay. You can ask as many as you want. Okay. Um, so this first question is... Is there a moment or an episode where you remember where in your head you were thinking mid-episode, holy shit, like we're actually pretty good at this? Oh, so like our favorite. Mm. I got one. It's kind of like when yeah. the light bulb came on for the first time. I got one. You got Mine's one? One's easy. I feel I, like we're going to like share it, but go ahead. My Well, mine is, mine is ep- it's deep in the episode. It's deep in our back or in our log of season one. And that's mm-hmm. not to say that other things in season one, but episode 11, which is seeing minor details. Mm. Specifically, that episode showcases a lot of music that I am very, very mm. proud of. Yeah. That's the one where Chase intros the episode where he sent that, uh, holy <laughs> That's definitely a fucking scary ass spider. Yeah. Not only did he come up with that on the on the spot, which made it to me ten times better, but that like your trap, uh oh god, what was your character's name? Click. Click. Barry. Click found that it was a C minor chord that was being played. Oh, so I yeah. wrote a song that- in C minor. I don't know. That was just one of those episodes where I feel like I got to show off and it was it was really, it's one of my favorite episodes. Balkade and Manor in general is one of my favorite arcs. Arguably the most unique quote unquote dungeon crawl. Yeah. Like I, we've I, been a part of. I, I thought it was the, where it started, where it ended, the, the loose ends with it, the music, not trying to toot my own horn, but you asked. Yeah. And the, the music in that one was just a banger. I still remember it to this day. So my moment where the light bulb kind of turned on was, Episode two okay. of, the mi- of the mini series. Oh, wow. Early. Okay. okay. You so went way deep. Pre- yeah. So okay. pretty quick. Um, obviously, we haven't released the mini series yet, but the first episode is kind of what you would expect. Like, not only is it a new story, but it's our first time, first time behind Mike. So it was like, it, it was very nerve wracking. Like, I know I was pretty fucking anxious about it, like the whole day. And then, and, and like, I, I didn't judge anything that we did off of episode one. Cause like I was expecting it to be like, not great. It, but was, it was still it was good. Incredible. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was still and great. Then, and then episode two rolled around. And for me, it was like all my anxiety kind of just washed away. And I was looking around the table and I was like, I was like, Oh, we're actually like pretty good at this. Like really quick. And the rest of the miniseries was awesome. We reference it probably, I don't fucking know, once every three episodes or something like that. Like, it's that good. Mm. So that's the moment for me where I was like, oh, we can do this. And like, we can be entertaining. And like, we can put like worthwhile content into the world and be proud of it. Does anybody else have one? Uh, uh, yeah, I got one. Go ahead. You do. I'm still trying to think. Yeah, no, I, uh, I wasn't primed. God, I, hate, I hate doing this because it feels a little selfish, but it's not about me. 
Uh, it can be the, about you though. The episode one of the first of the first season uh, with uh, Carl's scene mm-hmm. with uh, Aunt, Aunt Pawn Ann and Uncle Bill tricks. Keith's the way that Keith played the NPCs was just so fucking entertaining and like pulled at the heartstrings. Sincere. Yeah, it was it was such a good scene that I was like, this I, I like I don't I don't care if you even are into D&D. This is just yeah. an entertaining scene. And like, it had that piano in the background yeah, too. It was so <laughs> sweet. Like uh I I loved it and I was like, this is good. Like I like I don't care who you are. This is some good content. Uh so mine is actually, I thought you were going to say this, Alex, but it was back in, I think it's like episode maybe three or four. See, I went way deep. I don't know why I went so deep. Yeah, you okay. actually like 11 episodes plus miniseries. That is a lot of content. I mean, I'll be honest. The you moment thought, I realized You must that have thought it, we were bad. Man. No, 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 no. <laughs> my, my true answer is the moment I realized I could make us sound good, I was like, oh, okay, wait a second. This is easy. <laughs> okay, wait a second. We Content's good and we can make it sound good. Okay, wait a second. Yeah, keep going. All right, I'm going to... Um, uh, I, I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm actually just thinking. So uh, for the miniseries, it was very DM driven for me. It was, yeah. uh, Where I had to like make a very specific story. I had to plan a lot and my brain hurt. Uh, episodes like one, two, and three felt the same way for me where I was like really stressing trying to get everything to land perfectly. And then episode, it's probably four, maybe five was when uh, Sidus got his oh, yeah. super role on the... Uh, the Iris Stalker. Stalker. I forgot about this. I one. think you mean and, Iris Stalker. <laughs> <the> Iris Stalker. <laughs> and it was a moment of like weight lifted off my shoulder where I just like started explaining, like, oh, this is happening. And then Alex was just like, and this happens. And it was like, oh, it's not just like me forcing the story to happen. It's like a story that these people can mm. really add to and create and walk away with. And it felt like for me, after that point, I just created the environment the world and like characters and it really felt like you guys were taking part in it rather than me forcing a story to happen and that was like a really big moment for me dang yeah that was a that was a that was an important moment moment for Sidus, but i didn't even yeah i i the importance of making sure that the, 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 the characters players, yeah, own the, the story. The, the players are involved in the story, which I didn't even think you did a bad job of doing that. So, mm, did a great job. I thought he did a good job, great job in doing that. Chase does too. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Although I, I will say, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I was actually not. I, from my perspective, playing the, my character in the miniseries, I didn't love it because I did not know my character well. I couldn't mm. fall into that character. And I feel like every one of those episodes, he changed like a core thing about how he acted. Mm. Because I had this vision at the start that when we sat down, I did not end up executing. So it was like, it was a whole time of me trying to like, who the hell is my character? But that's just for me. Everything about the miniseries was so much fun. So I was just anxious, like, damn, I'm not good at this. But then when we, as soon as we sat down for the pit, honestly, not the pit, the mist, uh, kind of like with Andrew, that first episode, even though it's not really like a lot of D&D happening, just the one by one scenes, I thought each of them was like perfect for the mm-hmm. characters. Like, uh, yeah, side is giving that presentation, asking for money and getting rejected. Uh, clicks running with the dog. <laughs> Obviously, Carl's super sweet moment with his godparents. And then like Barry and his buddy just fucking around playing lacrosse and how like in that we just, oh, so easy. Josh is there. He's getting grubs. The world is feeling big with these people around and already has these kind of interactions that seem like a given that, 
that that first episode of the actual podcast is where I was like, okay, we can do this. And then also a little bit, I was to toot my own horn. I was so proud of the straight shooting route and tooting Drake one, Dragon Ball. That one was bit. really good. great, Chase. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. I was a ten out of ten. You, you learned a lot from Phelan with like yeah. who was a little shallow to getting to Barry, who had so much to bring yeah. to like a yeah. party. Yeah. And the thing that made me want to come up with a bit like that was listening to Dungeon Daddies and hearing uh, Will Campos, it, Henry Oak, yeah, do yeah. his intro Henry for Henry Oak. Oak, like the granola crunching, whatever, whatever, uh, Druidad, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I need a Will Campos bit to bring in Barry. What can I make? Yeah, every every podcast needs one, not five. And I'm glad it was <laughs> you. <laughs> I hadn't thought about the like the difference between the two seasons of especially with how we introed them and everything as like the first season was a very like grounded of like l- these are just people like living their everyday lives kind of thing and it was it, it felt much more like uh how to, like natural and mm-hmm. and then we've in this season we've leaned more into like high fantasy yeah. like you got the fucking uh uh what, what's the word for like combat uh, like in, a, in an arena an arena I imagine it as a coliseum yeah like that's what I imagine you got the fucking as. like gladiator over here you got the crazy inventor like you, you got the the mystery man like it's like much more high fantasy is, and the, yeah. other, the other one was was more like we have a, these a, are just some guys a like soldier like, a teacher a child yeah. and a spy <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about the circumstantially came together where like yeah, with the pit, it's like there's this extra supernatural yeah. thing that's happened that's brought you all together that you still don't quite know what it is. Hmm. This is an interesting dichotomy there. Yeah, I like that. Well, I y'all want me to ask my question now? Yeah, because I got one. I got a sweet one. I got one that hopefully y'all have been thinking about. In the course of this year, there's been a lot of highs. There's been a lot of lows. What has been the most rewarding thing? that has come out of this year, specifically about the podcast. And I'll I'll start, give you guys some time if you need to think about it. The podcast for me, I, I used to play a lot of music. I used to play in a lot of bands. I used to travel and do that. That's a passion of mine. But there were years, over the past couple of years, you know, those opportunities have kind of dried up. Uh, and the podcast has given me that opportunity to stretch uh, again, it's weird to toot your own horn, but to stretch my talents, to learn new things. And I love learning new things. And I've learned so much about a field that I've always wanted to, that I would not have been involved in if it weren't for this podcast. So this podcast has allowed me to tap into my other favorite hobby other than D&D, which is like just audio, music sound stuff. And I've been very appreciative that y'all have just entrusted that with me and let me run with that. So thank you. I'll go next. If y'all okay. want. Hit it. Uh, so the most rewarding thing for me, it's honestly the fact that we're still doing this. Um, I have been through a lot the last like really, really like the last like two years, but it's really been like the last like five years. Um, so like for me having there were days where like this podcast was really the only thing I had going for me. Mm. And like, it was the one thing I could look forward to because I could come and hang out with four of my best friends and I didn't have to be me for a couple of hours. I could just be another one of my characters and just have fun. Um, it also helps that I'm, 
I am a creative person, but I've only recently, like then really since starting this podcast, like kind of realized how creative I can be. And so like getting to flex those creative muscles in like a positive and constructive way has like been has been really helpful for me. Mm. Um and just hanging out with you guys. Like I've really gotten to enjoy knowing, you know, the four of you. Um through D and that's that's been like really cool, and it's like I think we've built a really cool a really cool friendship in the last year. Well, really, the last I mean, you guys know what I mean, like a closer yeah. friendship yeah. in yeah. the last year. No, and that's that's something that is not talked about enough, in my opinion, is the like therapeutic effect that D and D has. Yes, um, of it it's it 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 is a in my opinion, it is a healthy form of escapism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where where you get to. Live, live a different life for a little bit and you get to even and like I've I've seen it happen with different in, in different things of like if you have if you have a good enough DM I've seen DMs work in like fantastical versions of real life things that people are going through and they've literally gotten to like play out they're a, fighting a, their nightmares yeah, yeah like a positive version of the stuff they've gone through and it's been so cool to see so I, I, I'm I'm very happy that you Quick disclaimer though, D&D is not a replacement for actual therapy. Correct. Do not take this as medical advice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Real therapy is dope too. I, I don't I don't understand how you expect any of us to follow that one. Yeah, mine's <laughs> so silly. That I, was so I'll go I'll go next. Uh okay. <laughs> just uh I don't know, take 5 seconds to uh cleanse your palate of that to <laughs> was, get to my shallow shit. I don't I don't, yeah, I don't know why you went so sincere. Just, <laughs> could you could you hold that for last? <laughs> uh, well, my thought was to get just to get it out of the way. <laughs> no, so you're like, getting it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, to make room for the funny I'm not going to lie. I was over here like when I was saying it, I I, I wrapped mine up cuz I was starting to get teary-eyed. I was like, <laughs> I need to stop talking. And I was starting to get teary-eyed when you were talking. I was like, why am I an emotional bee? It's <laughs> excellent. All right, so my shallow thing is ground me. Yeah, let me ground let me ground you. Uh, so in all of my years of playing D anD D, DMing D anD D, I have never got to end anything. Ooh, yeah, oh. I've never been in a completed campaign. I've never so run a completed campaign. It was really nice to like have something that I could end. Yeah, and, it, and sure, like there's more stuff that can happen, but. It, it was like a true like conclusion to something that I created. Yeah. You, and it's, you closed the arc. Yeah, correct. It's like, yeah. I'm done with this. Like this arc is done. Like put a bow on it. I like how it looks and I'm going to walk away from it. And I've never gotten huh. to do that with anything D&D related. That's really cool. Yeah. Golly. Not, I haven't thought about that before because I've never played in one that finished no. either. D and D is a ongoing thing. It's yeah. very rare to actually get to the end of it. Because mm. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. usually it's usually it's either scheduling conflicts and stuff falls apart, or the DM gets tired of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, like, let me just take a break. When y'all run something for a little bit, yeah. and then I will come back later. And then it's just like, well, yeah. there's a third campaign now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I can go. Mine's very silly, <laughs> but uh, one one of my friends. Uh, who listens to the podcast. Uh, we also, uh, th- I, this, I don't know why this feels even sillier. I I, I play softball and I, I love playing softball and he's on my softball team. And I, I actually coach a softball team. Uh, and he, after listening to the podcast, he's the only person on the softball team that has listened. And so it's just a, an ongoing joke where 
he calls me Coach Carl. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he calls me Coach Carl or like Coach Bugbear. Uh, and That's it's, awesome. It's always so weird because like nobody else gets it. And it's just me <laughs> and him, but he does it. And it's that that has been a silly thing where I just felt the first time that because he, he didn't like I didn't ask him to listen to it. He didn't tell me he was gonna listen to it. He we just like were hanging out one time and he said something about like Hey Carl, or something like that. I was like, "Holy fuck! <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. That's forbidden knowledge, sir. <laughs> it's been a very rewarding year. I would oh, yeah. say that. I, I'd say for me, it's obviously I've loved pretty much everything about doing it. Like the new skills are very fun. Just sitting down, being able to do this with my friends has been a lot of fun. But one of the kind of unexpected but very rewarding things is making new friends. Mm. Like we've got the Discord and while I've not met most of the people in person, it's like I I know these people. We talk about these people. We have conversations about stuff that's posted in the Discord and like, oh yeah, this person seems pretty cool. This guy seems pretty cool too and yada yada. And even making friends with other like content creators. Like uh, one of the people I talk to have an ongoing Discord uh, direct message with for a while now has been a from a different startup D&D podcast that launched within a couple days of us, like Jesse from Behold the Roll, if you're listening, shout, shout out, out Jesse. Shout out Jesse. Yeah. Shout out Jesse. Yeah, it reminded me because he just sent a message like five minutes ago. So hey. we've, been, we've been chatting, talking like, yeah, talking about my recent travels and some of the stuff we've been going through just in general life and sp- then some about the different podcasts and uh, shared struggles and cool stuff and the fun things we're doing in life. Uh, but also the most unexpected one <laughs> is, uh, you know, growing up, being a nerd, you, you hear D&D and being a D&D podcast ain't going to help you with the ladies. But you know what? It got me a damn girlfriend. So, Juicy. boys, I broke the curse. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm no longer single. and We no longer going to be getting weird dating stories or free promotion on Bumble. I apologize. <laughs> so that, that is the moral of the story that if you're a big enough fan... <laughs> you might get to fuck Chase. Hey, that one deserves this. <laughs> no, that one deserves. There we go. Yeah. Wow, the guys. Sam looks dejected. <laughs> yep, Sam looks broke. I'm out. The podcast got me a girlfriend. I no longer care about this. Peace, y'all. Get I'm your money up, not your funny up. Sam, you okay? <laughs> you know, it's been a fun year. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, it's a round number. We can end now. We yeah, can end strong. That's true. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't need to hear the finish of the pit. I don't fucking know what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't either. I have an idea. Okay. Do Go you back got... to our original arc. No. Full circle. Okay. No, do you guys want to start a D&D podcast without Chase? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And we can call <laughs> no. it... Uh, Chris and Chris. No, no, no. If, if Chase is not on this podcast, his girlfriend will break up with him. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. I got that in writing. Actually. Please don't. <laughs> uh, sweet. Anybody got another question for us? Keith, you had one, didn't you? I just already said it. Right? Oh, he did. Oh, new, wait. No. Did no, that's you? it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you asked your question. Okay. Do you got one, Andrew? Yeah. Um, mine is not going to be nearly as a. Uh, 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 in the feels, because that mine is kind of. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> get it, get, get do it like the second half of Hamilton. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It gets a little dark. Let's go back to politics. Uh, so I know a common thread in a lot of people's D and D experiences uh, is that if you play D and D long enough, and especially if you don't always play with your close friends, if you end up in a game, a campaign with people that you don't know as well, it's a common thing of like 
you played with somebody who you did not get along with. And there's a oh, bunch of no. horror stories I got, out there. I, yeah. Does, does, does anybody have a story of like playing with someone where you're just like, man, this dad's a dick. Present company excluded. I mean, Sam's only ever played with us, so he, he can <laughs> yeah. name who's the least favorite person Sam, is if he wants to. Sam, who's, who's the person that you want to yeah, play D&D with the least? Yeah, you got well, There's one person who's played D&D with who is not in this room. Are you going to put him on blast, Sam? <laughs> blast him. Uh, he did play with me, my wife, Jacob. My wife. Oh, true, true. Jacob's How, sister. Hang on. I, I, I have a grudge now. How come when he says my wife, you don't all uh, do it? My wife. Uh, Sorry, every time I, I say it. my I wife, it. it's because of the way you say it. Yeah, because you I, say I literally it. said my partner <laughs> earlier <laughs> because of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I could start if y'all want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and rip this band aid right off. Oh, God. I'm, I'm so scared. Okay. So that's technically what you guys said. That's technically not true. Okay. I've played Did D&D. I've played D&D once before. It was in 2020. What? During kind of. The kind of during it was during the part of the pandemic where we were all sent home. Mm-hmm. So whether is that that was twenty twenty like, right? Yeah, yeah like March. Yeah. yeah. So March thirteenth. My friends and I. It's a long two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> the long two weeks. <laughs> uh, my friends and I were super bored. We were all working from home, so I made the suggestion: Hey, what if we started playing D anD D? So it was me and three friends. Can I name? I can name them. Is it's that okay? up to you. Hey, dude, it's your friends. Yeah, I think so. I think I can name them. So three friends that like we've been friends uh, since high school. My friends, uh, Kendrick, Davis, and Powers. Shout out to those three. Uh, I went to Target and bought the D&D starter set. Came with the... Yes, sir. Is Powers Andrew. his real name? Uh, his. Uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> it's uh, a wonderful his, name. His name is Austin, but... His, <laughs> okay. But he, okay. he looks like... Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. <laughs> yeah. So we just call him Powers. What? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, he does. And he's rolled really I've played like Fortnite with him a few times. Like he, yeah. he goes by Powers. He it sounds like wild. a real life D&D that character. Is incredible. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> he actually is. A, he kind of is a real life D&D character. <laughs> Anywho. The important part of that. What about the chest hair? Uh, he doesn't have any. That's the mm, only difference. Okay. So, oh. so, <laughs> so we all decided to play D&D. So keep in mind, I, I volunteered to DM because nobody else wanted to. And I was like, oh, it would be fun. So the day I opened the box is the day we played. I did oh, not read. No. I, oh, Sam. Sam. I did oh, no prep oh, as a DM. Oh. I didn't know the rules of D&D. It was... Did you think it was a board game? I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I thought it was going to be... I. Really, what would trip me up is the skills. Mm. Yeah. Because I, in my head, I did not know, like, I didn't know the difference between, like, an investigation check and a perception check. So, like, when they would ask, hey, can I do this? I would have to not Google the PHB handbook. I had the book that I would try <laughs> to flip Thumb to, yeah, to oh, try no. to find it. It was Awful. Like for five did, hours and you get through the first cave. So <laughs> you didn't even make it that far. We did like, we played for like six hours and like barely made it to like the starting area. So wow. You, it, you, you set the box. Did you play the Lost Minds of Fendelver? Uh, Cause that, that's what comes in like the starter set box. It would have had to be yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was. And it was, and not only that, I let the characters roll for their stats and stuff. And Kendrick played a rogue his lowest stat, lowest stat 
was a 16. Oh, oh damn. So he was already broken yeah. AF. Love rolling for stats. Yeah. And so... Point and, by for life. And, <laughs> yeah, point by for life. So my baby DM head, I was like, Oh, I just need to nerf him. So I gave <laughs> so I gave his character amnesia <laughs> to make it to where his stats bumped down to like a respectable area. Oh, it was a so, so yeah. your so your nightmare scenario of this man's D D career. Yeah. So <laughs> my DM has he played my since? stats when I rolled well. <laughs> has so, he played since or did you ruin it for him? Oh, probably ruined it for ruined him. Ruined it. We oh. haven't played since. Oh. So that so that's my horror story. So that's, like amazing. If I do get a chance to DM on the show, it'll probably be like that. It'll probably (laughs) be like that. (laughs) Mine is super simple because, and this is being completely honest, I have not played in a D&D campaign where like there was somebody there that just actively made me mad the entire time. Like y'all have made me mad, you know, but it's not like this person is a nightmare. I will never play D&D with them. What if I made you mad? Reference a specific time. Oh God! Was I, don't, it, I don't hold grudges, bro. I don't even. I, I can't even think of one. Was I it just, made a pal? Was it when I made a paladin with no charisma? <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was funny. That was, that was awesome. Because it was a few sessions in before yeah. we figured it out. Yeah. yeah. We were like, why is he rolling so bad? And we're like, oh, he didn't. Put you can run a martial paladin with low charisma. You just like never take saving throw or attack roll spells. Yeah, it's like all like just which the basic spells, yeah. which is all I took. Yeah, the, my man's like a, a head of the curve. <laughs> my spell save DC is six, <laughs> so just don't cast anything. I'm pretty sure it was eleven. I'm yeah, not I think it was actually eleven. And also it had to be like eight plus zero plus like two. So ten. Ten. It, was, yeah, it was crazy too because that was in Curse of Strahd, which is a campaign that's like meant to try to kill you. Yeah. And the paladin class like would have been perfect in, in I was, strong. It was I was so begging, funny. I was begging to die. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> I thought about killing you a few times. It would have been easy. It would have. <laughs> so I will answer my own question here. Of, uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't incredibly bad. It was just a super not self-aware moment of we were playing uh, in actually it was a Starfinder campaign uh, that I played uh, like just with some I, I knew like two of the guys most of the people at the table, at the table I didn't really know very well uh, and it was an overall pretty fun campaign uh, but one of the guys was just being an asshole specifically to another character uh, and that character happened to not actually be there that night uh, and he was being a jerk to them the whole time and then he had a situation where he needed that character's help uh, like like he I think uh, if I remember right I think the situation was that he was being drugged behind the wagon we were on and was like taking damage and people were like shooting at him and stuff uh, wait, and- wait 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 I think I know this guy wait no go go on <laughs> yeah, go yeah. on go on um, and he uh he was like lobbying to the DM who was playing the character who happened to not be there that day uh, and was like, well, he, he, he's, he should help me. Right. Cause like, you know, we're on the same team. He's like, yeah, he, he needs to help me. And I was like, absolutely not. He would not help you in this situation. And he looked at me, he was like, well, why not? And I was, I just, and I, it was, I'm not great about, about like standing up to, to mean people. I'm yeah. too much of a people pleaser, but that was one of the few times, whatever. I just like looked at him and was like, 
Because you've been an ass to him the entire session. Why would he help you here? You you have made you've given him no reason to want to help you, uh, and then he just got real quiet for the rest of the session. <laughs> that would uh, make it so awkward. It it was. But he's I. Uh, this is not the first <sighs> time he's been told that. This okay. Off of that, I know who this is. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's also mine. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, y'all chose the same person. I I didn't know. We for the record, I was not in this campaign. Yeah, and not. Andrew was not in the not in the story that I'm about to tell. Oh, this person must be bad, bad. Uh, Let's go beat him up. Yeah, hey, the, Nano Discord. No, uh, all right, so so <laughs> uh, I I feel like this is COVID, but it might have been a little before. But uh, I think it was before. It, it must have been before. But uh, I wanted to play a character. I'm a forever DM, so uh, I got invited, and uh, we're on roll twenty. And we start playing this game, and it's me. Uh, two guys who I are fantastic. I think they've actually both been mentioned to this podcast for being good DMs and players. And one other quiet guy, uh, the, the got the source of my ire and the source of my ire's uh, wife. And we're playing this game. Uh, and half of the voice chat is filled with, uh, this guy trying to mansplain how to play D and D to his wife while his wife is just like, talking really softly like this. Oh, no. And it... It was uncomfortable. She obviously uh. had no idea how to play D&D, which is fine. And he's like, made the most broken character because that's fun, I guess. But like, like twisted the yeah. roles, probably not legal. He, he was but, a notorious uh, min-maxer. Uh, the, this this uh, woman's character is fully broken and she has no idea how to play it. So he's like, literally you can hear him like softly echoing in the background like, no, you got to use this because you have like plus 18 persuasion, yada, yada. And so half the comms is either him talking or him coaching slash telling his wife exactly what to do mm. for like an hour and a half before it just like abruptly ends because no one's having fun. Oof. And it is wild uh what what did, what did you say the uh lack of self-awareness yeah that was being displayed and it was so uncomfortable and then i was like okay well i uh, i had fun bye hung up and like never i don't think we ever played again yeah that, that yeah there's some weird times but i will say even even with some of the horror stories and sam's terrible dming uh, <laughs> I, I i do still encourage people to like go out and play at like game shops and stuff i had a ton of fun sessions even yeah. with the negative player being there, it's still a great time. You just gotta, you gotta go prepared that you might have to have to deal with some unpleasant people. D and D is like <sighs> dating. Sometimes yeah, you will find one sure. that you absolutely gel with and you stay with as long as you can. And then there are some that you want yeah. to leave as quickly as possible. I, I yeah. love my nerd brothers, but like guys, like shower. That was, yeah. Shower, Sorry. shower, the deodorant. It's great. Like, Axe does not count as a shower or not. deodorant. No, I, I <laughs> if literally you were had buying to, Axe, you've already made the mistake. Yeah, yeah. I, it's fair. Come on, guys. Yeah, we can, what, we can do better. Do better. What about you, Chase? I, I oddly enough do not have many because I almost every D D game I've played with has either been with Alex and another <laughs> of our super close friends who are not assholes. Or friends from college who are also not assholes and like didn't, uh, even though a lot of them were noobs to D&D, &D, the first few times we played still had like listened to D&D &D content and kind of knew the general vibe. Uh, so I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a cop out 
because it was when I was DMing, and I'm going to put our very own you boy, Alex, on blast here for a bit. I've been waiting for somebody to do yeah. that. I've been waiting for it. Uh, wow. Yeah. And this is this is for my early, early D&D days, because we did started two campaigns before I did a DM for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was still a little baby as far as D&D. And, and I knew it. And a newborn DM. Like, umbilical cord hadn't been cut yet on my DM life. And I was going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> you ripped. I do not like this imagery. <laughs> no. But my first time DMing anything, Alex came in with the most OP fucking character I have ever played with to date other than ones where I specifically said BOP we're having fun everything was raw it yeah. was a, it was a college allure bar but he would send me a text saying like hey can I do this and I didn't know how to say no or to say no in the first place and be like no you're already too powerful so I just let him do all these different things they would ask for magic items and I would just Flip through the DMG, the Dungeon Master's gave Guide. Gave me a luck stone at like level yeah. two. Yeah, it was higher than that. But yeah, I gave you a luck stone like the Nalzer's amazing pigments. And I used the crap yeah. out of them pigments, baby. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And also gave him super high charisma. So any any interaction that could be charmed out of, oh, is done. I've got expertise. I was yeah. half elf. Expertise. I could be put to sleep. Head but. charm person is super high spell save DC and I was too much of a baby DM to realize like, you can fudge some rolls here and there. Make it so where the bad guy can't be charmed. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know the tricks. Yeah. So my asshole story is Alex taking advantage of me as a baby DM. Oh. I did it on per. I didn't do it on purpose, but I realized kind of quickly I can get away with some yeah, stuff. Yeah, you get away with sure. a lot. I can for get sure. away. Let me try and make a character that is, and that was that was to date my favorite character I've ever. Oh, played. he was a fun character Gee, for sure. I wonder why he was great. But I, I remember a campfire story about this character. Yeah, it had mm. it had lasting effects too. That was I I <laughs> from the moment that uh, we've played with Chase as the DM, I <laughs> I had the quick realization of. He does not trust us. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you scarred him. I, I think I might have. Like, I was like, oh, Chase, what about this? And he's just like, I don't think so. Let me think about it. it. Was, like, there was like, such an inherent distrust <laughs> of like, they're trying to fuck me. <laughs> I think it, it, it might even specifically just be me. Like, like, like okay. if I'm in the room, like he doesn't trust what and, we do. Uh, generally speaking, if any of the three of you that are not Alex asked me a question, I will say, let me look on, think on it a bit because I never want to say just outright yes if I don't really know what the item or the the, the ask is. But so with the three of y'all, I'll think on it and then usually like, okay, yeah, we can make this work. With Alex, I think on it way, way, way hard. I will go and do research. I will search <laughs> for like what sucks. the meta can be because yeah. I know that this man is the I most <laughs> min-maxer, min-maxer on the fucking planet. But I haven't <laughs> min-maxed like that since I was gonna say, Send then. it to me. I'll give you a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, uh, that, I, I, have, I have to... Uh, insert that here. Keith is a Keith is in a walking encyclopedia yeah. of D and D knowledge. It's unfortunate, and it was so fun for me to get to watch you guys like slowly, each individually, come to the realization of like I should stop questioning. Yeah. See, <laughs> going into like the mist and the miniseries, I I felt pretty secure in my D and D knowledge. Like I don't know everything, but what I do know, I know well. And then I got proven wrong by going into death saves and <laughs> rolling and. Uh, a nat 20 and Keith saying, oh yeah, you're at one HP now. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's just 
two successes. I don't want to cheat you out of this, but <laughs> me trying that. to like be nice and be a good player actually like made me just be a dick. It's like, no, he actually knows what the hell he's talking yeah. about, and I don't. But all right, well, I've got a question for y'all. If y'all are ready, I'm not. I am now. Well, I'm so okay, ready. cool, cool, cool. Uh, so both for season one and season two, what made us make these specific characters we did? It's like, mm-hmm. why would you go with the idea that actually ended up in the show opposed to a different idea? And if y'all want, I can start. Yeah. Because obviously I don't have a season two character, but for season one, I made about four to five iterations. <laughs> and the first one was not a dragonborn, was not a ranger, was not named Barry. My first character that I made, and I still have the character sheet somewhere, I think, for <clears throat> for the mist was a dwarven cleric uh, named Solshiar Darkmoon. And I even made up like a Hero Forge mini. I had the beginnings of a backstory. Why didn't he play I was about that? To say, Wait, this Why didn't you dope. play that? <laughs> because then I had the idea of I want a good old boy. Nah. So oh. I was like, okay. And we could have had Dark Moon. You could have had we Dark Moon. Josh. You were the last Josh. Excuse me, Josh. Yeah the the pal- the cleric did not have a uh, have a have a companion. Fine steed, baby. But no, but I made mm. Solshar Dark Moon. I made a, a version of him that was a paladin because I was thinking of uh, being a paladin. And then finally, I was like, no, I want to go Dragonborn. Uh, so I had a Dragonborn cleric at first that I didn't end up naming. Finally, came around to a Dragonborn Ranger because I was like. I had gotten the good old boy in my head. It's like, I want to be a good old boy. What do good old, bo- good old boys do? Oh, they hunt. He's going to have a bow and arrow. He's going to be a ranger. Uh, and he's going to, he's just going to be a, he's going to be a good old boy. He's going to get out there and just have a good old time, be real lovable, be real kind, but also be able to throw down the shit needs thrown down. I do remember, I, I had forgotten until you mentioned it, but I remember that there was a lot of, uh, most of us, I think, were up in the air about like specifically which character to play or exactly how to play them Mm -hmm. right up until the day we started. Mm -hmm. I I think that I changed like two days before. Yeah, you were going to play a bard, right? Yeah, that's not a joke. (laughs) I I had, I knew, the only two things I knew specifically, I wanted to be a full caster and I wanted to be a halfling. Everything else was tertiary to me. I had already played a bard before, so I was like, I don't want... I would love to play a bard, but not a bard. I had just got done playing a druid in uh, the pit previously, and I didn't want to play a druid, so wizard kind of fell into it. And I said, I'm a teacher, and I'm a halfling in real life. Um, (laughs) Maybe I could just make me. And that didn't work. (laughs) This was not me. And... Then I wanted to make something weird with Fiddy. Like, I like weird, non-human characters. Like, okay, with the pit, Aliasab, and we talked about was yeah. an elephant dude. He was an elephant person. Literally named Big Al for the University Loved of it. Alabama Roll Tide. Loved it. it was Aliasabin. It was spelled Al mm. and then Sabin. And it was yeah. a great it character. It was great. It was a great character. Uh, but Fiddy I like better because Fiddy is more my personality, but not the way I look. Chase, can you will you will you introduce Ali Asabin at some point in the pit? He's in the pit. Yeah, wait. wait he wait, wait, is, wait, wait, in, wait. The he is pit, in the pit, bro. You uh, could. Ali Asabin for sure is in this universe. Also, Sam's character. Sam's character. Yeah. Was that Drusen for that one? Yeah, Drusen. Drusen, yeah. Ali Sabin might genuinely not be because he was from a different planet. He was. He was from the streets of Arcana. Don't give it away. (laughs) Bro, that might be our trip to space. (laughs) Everybody shut up right now. Don't give ideas. I've got it. I've got it. You're going to guess it. No. We'll see. So, yeah. That's why I chose my character. I was wanting to 
step out and do something I had never done before. And then I said, screw that with Fiddy and be charismatic character. I will say Sidus was such a good character I in loved general. him as like, a character. I, I know like from behind the scenes and in general, like it's hard for Alex yes. to get into Sidus's headspace, but like he's such a good character. He wasn't a bad character. He was just one of my least favorite that I've played. Uh, get- I will say I did almost, I had a like a two day period where I thought about bringing Seer Hayes into the mist, but then you had talked about possibly going with a wizard and also I'm like, we're doing a podcast. I need to really be able to fall into this character and I don't think I'm going to really be able to fall into like, I had, I had troubles playing this like early 40s, late 30s, witchy woman kind of deal. I don't need to do that for this podcast. Mm. So for me, each time, each season, I have made a certain character and was going to play them. <laughs> Your and, pauses are killing yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> so traumatic. Chase is going to have to keep take going, care of those. Going. No, I'm going to make them longer. <laughs> Please. This is going to be three hours of the time. I'm done with the boys. Well, uh, so there's a character that I wanted to play and I made each time. And I don't know if I want to say it. You don't have to. There's a class that I've just I am enamored with and I think is like the best fucking class. Can we know the class? Warlock? Paladin, right? No. I mean monk. 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 Really? Fucking love monks. That's so funny. It's a cool looking class. I have wanted to play a monk so bad and I've backed out both times. I, I did play a tabaxi monk one time. Once you understand like the key points, monks are so much fun. They're yeah. the, I think, considered the hardest class to play, and then the sorcerer is the second hardest class yeah. to play. What? That's, that's, that's what they say. That's um, why I they. didn't. That's why I didn't make it, is because as a new-ish still D&D player, I wanted to make something that was pretty straightforward. But I'm like Alex. I like making weird characters, but I like... It's not so much weird as I like... I like trying to make characters and put them in a design that they weren't not supposed to be, but it's like unusual. Like not the like I made a optimized war- version. Yeah, I made a, a warlock that's a spy. It's like typically it's like, yeah. oh, if you're going to make a spy, why not just like... You're that's, that's the road. Yeah. You, you like, made a battlesmith that doesn't make weapons. Yeah, I made a know? battlesmith that's a pacifist. Yeah, yeah like, like a paladin that doesn't have charisma. Yeah. Paladin that doesn't <laughs> have charisma. <laughs> it was intentional, guys. Yeah, yeah. I promise. Yeah. So the, the warlock, I wanted to be some sort of heavy hitter. I wanted to be a damage dealer because uh, my previous campaigns, I played a paladin and other support characters. And then for this campaign, I knew... I didn't know which specific classes people were going to pick because I think the way we did it was like everybody listed like their top three or four and then we didn't tell people what we were going to make just to try to keep it like interesting. We made sure that we weren't all on the same class. Yeah, we didn't put like yeah. four fighters. But. Yeah. So that's why for Artificer, one, I think I was born to play an Artificer because like it's the exact thing that I want to do. Like I want to support the team and like having like having the the Steel Defender and Mac like be helpful and stuff is like I just really like I like the cut I like the uh what does it say the cut of the Artificer's jib. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was it. That was it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I played Carl. Uh, this is yet another shout out to Ram. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say my life. No, this is uh, Keith's life. Um, <laughs> she played a barbarian in the original Mist campaign. 
and I played a fighter, uh, and I was Got so fucking jealous. So much. <laughs> it was yeah, it was absurd because my the character that I created in Hank was somebody who was supposed to be a like protector and had just the natural instinct of like if you're gonna hit somebody, hit me. Uh, and so I played it that way and it was so frustrating <laughs> to be like, I'm going to put myself up front and be the punching bag and then watch Haley's character, Ram, the barbarian, <laughs> like she could literally take twice the beating that yeah. I could. <laughs> uh, so I, I was just like, I, damn it, I'm going to play a barbarian. <laughs> so that, that was why I chose barbarian. Uh, car, the, Carl specifically though, like playing the the kid, I don't know. I'm not sure. That was just a fascinating thing to me of like, what if the because I, I, we did did we start at level one in that campaign? Three. We started three. Level three. three. Okay. Three. Yeah. Uh, but it was just such an interesting idea to me of like the idea of uh, somebody whose first ever adventure was this like crazy thing. Yeah. And like somebody who was just wholly unprepared for the situation. Yeah, but also did have experience in things that adults did not have experience yeah, with. Yeah. No, it, I, I, I'm, I'm big about like, I don't do stats first. I don't do like, I, I try to think of characters. Uh, I try to think, try to think up uh, like who the character is and then work back from there of like, okay, what made them this way? Um, and I just, I fell in love with the idea of Carl. Uh, and then with Clive, uh, that was somebody who was, he was my character in the original pit mm -hmm. campaign. Uh, I've, I've always loved playing rogues. Rogues have traditionally been my favorite class. I just love being sneaky. Stealth attack damage is OP. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just so much fun. And I, uh, I I really loved the idea of playing a halfling <laughs> who is, you know, halflings are traditionally like very soft, Small. kind, oh. lovable characters. And I loved the idea of playing a halfling like he's a goblin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I was excited to play him again of just my little, my little uh, niffler goblin. So why the red skin though? Uh, that's a great question. I, I wanted to. It looked good in Hero yeah, Forge. Cool. It did look really <laughs> cool in Hero Forge. That's he's not wrong, um, but it was also because I wanted it to be a little bit of an explanation of like his more chaotic, evil leaning tendencies, um, because that that's actually a uh, uh, shit. What's the word? What's the word for like not demonic, but like uh, uh, mischievous? No, there's a, like actually in D and D, like his not lineage. Fae. Yeah, like the opposite of fae, essentially. He, he had like a... a demonic? A, yeah, it is abyssal. demonic. It's not abyssal. Demon yeah, abyssal. He had an okay. abyssal lineage. Uh, so it's like that kind of like underhanded, you know, sneaky. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, all right, I only have one, I so... Uh, Oh, yeah, you do only have one. Let's see. Uh, I, I take offense. I am the weird character creator. That is true. Uh, <laughs> I will say Click is uh, one of my favorite characters that I have not made and mm -hmm. how weird they are. Woo! Uh, but I I've compliment. said that on a previous small talk. Yeah. Um, but I like hearing it anyway. Uh, luck for sure falls into my weird bag of characters. Uh, thank you, Chase, for letting me have a gun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I probably would have done it with a heavy crossbow, but it does not have the same cinematic effect of, has, of, of having a firearm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can blow heads off with a yeah, gun. For you can't sure. do that with a crossbow. Uh, I'll say the... Uh, 
the voice that Luck has was made on the way here for the first episode. Uh, original Luck had a voice kind of similar to Ash's, where it, it was supposed to be a lot slower, kind of like a high feeling where it's like kind of slow and not thought out. Mm-hmm. And then on the way here, I was like practicing voices. And the one voice that I've done in a like random one shot with uh, my friend group where I was like, I'm going to be Boston, New York and like make it silly. And I was trying it out with Andrew on the way here. I was like, you know, that that's pretty funny. Like I, 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 I can, really I can, I can make it. this work. My character's dumb. Like let's, let's like not be serious at all about it. And then, you know, besides the voice, luck was already made. So it just kind of like all came together really well for luck, the character. We all have really good character voices for season two. We really two. do. Mine hurts my throat, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to adapt mine a little bit for sure. It was like the the original true goblin voice for Clive. I couldn't do it. Like I was, I, it would make me cough because I, yeah. I'm just destroying my throat. Uh-huh. And one day it's gonna have calluses on the inside mm-hmm. of it, and I'll you be can, able to do I, it. I couldn't do uh, uh, your voice. No, but it's incredible. I think it's because my voice. I I can make my voice deeper than it is. So I just tap into that and throw some gravel on it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's funny because my voice is like usually like relatively deep and then Lux's voice is so just high. Just a little bit higher. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty I have to like... It's, it's all right here. You know, and then you, you add a little bit of the pauses at the end of it. <laughs> Dramatic. I don't know what the pauses do, but it gives me enough time to... Oh, so I can make fun of for doing pauses. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the yeah, yeah. are majestic. Yeah. If you were in character, but, we wouldn't yeah. make fun of you. Fitties are for... I'm in character, if you think of yourself as a character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always I don't, wearing a mask. I don't. I don't think of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that guy deep. You need talk, Chase? <laughs> always wearing a mask? To a therapist. Wow. Is it the beard? Yeah, the, the beard is my mask. I Bro, just... he just took his beard off! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I actually just push it up over my face. It can reach my forehead if I push it up. That's uh, impressive. Like, all right. I, all right. I, I remembered my question. My Alex forehead. is right. I did not ask one. You uh, didn't? Nah, no. he didn't. I was I, right. I, uh, Sam texted me. Alex uh, tried to nudge me. I ignored them. I have remembered my question that I have not asked. Go for it. What all was right. it? So if you could change one thing uh, about podcasting this year uh what would you change hmm. i've got i've got one that literally none of y'all care about at all i got one too that nobody's gonna care about but i have crippling adhd <laughs> and one of the worst things or my worst fear is a word called organization <laughs> hate it my files on my computer that is the like crown you know this is that's where all this is I I have keyboard smashed so many files. I don't know where they. I don't know what they are. I'm glad that like very recently we set up a shared folder I, I did that, and it's yeah. organized. I had to organize it, but that's if I could change one thing about this year, it's me. I need to be more organized. Mm. That in the fact that I wish his room was a little bigger. That would be nice. Just just like a foot that yeah. way, and it would. That would. It's you want, so you want to knock this wall out? I was gonna say I've suggested. Hold on, that. hold on, hold on. He's yelling down to his wife, I think. Hey, Ashton! Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Hey, baby. We're going to knock this wall out. <laughs> nah, we're just messing with you. Go back doing what you're doing. Oh, he chickened out. Yeah, she dude. Would. Knock it out. The uh, stairway opens got... directly into the podcast. Room. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I heard her just go, what? <laughs> That's all I heard. 
The one uh, thing I would change is that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Chase, that's what I was about to say. I'm sorry. Uh, I would change... I, I would change... I wish we had a little more in the backlog in the beginning. I agree. Because I yeah. think we ended up recording like three or four. And then once we got toward the end of 2022, we had to take a couple of weeks off. Not... Oh, that summer was it, awful. We, dude, yeah. it was, we got we sweated for a little bit there. Yeah, we, we were was, like, we're gonna have so much time to record this summer, and then it was like we have no time no to time. record this. Yeah, summer. so I wish we would have had a little more in the backlog, and that, and I think we've already learned from that because with season two, I think Andrew already mentioned it that we have a good bit in the backlog. So that's probably what I would change. Yeah, just. You know what? We can cut this out if we want to, but listening audience at this moment now and what day is today? Saturday, May 13th. Episode 7 hasn't come out yet. We have up through 12 recorded. Yeah, we've got a... We, this is a good time to reflect and see the things that we, not only that we didn't like, but to prove that we changed them. Yeah, I didn't that, like that, that's I, improvement. I didn't like that I wasn't organized. And like Chase said, mm-hmm. about a week ago, I organized our shared folder. I'm yeah. going to be keeping up with that. You didn't like what... Wait, what did you not say? Having not, not having a backlog. Not having a backlog. Now we're like twice deep. Yeah. And still going. Uh, probably, I wish we would have, this is like a really deep hey, cut. there's a lot of them. We discovered, uh, so our old recording schedule would be, we would do record the episode. Yes. And then immediately after record the small talk. Mm-hmm. What we do now is we've discovered two things. One, we've discovered that we can, we've now discovered that we can record small talks from home which leaves more mm-hmm. in-person recording time for actual episodes. So what we now do is re-record a back-to-back episode, which was Keith's idea. And, and he, Andrew. And Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> uh, it was Keith and Andrew's idea. And their whole thought process was like, hey, you know, it's sometimes when you're only recording one episode, it's like you can you don't really feel like you're playing D&D. Exactly. So now when we record, we do back-to-back episodes and we kind of record the small talks at home like once a week or whenever yeah. we can. And so, it also lets us record the small talks closer to the actual posting date of yes. the episode. Bingo. and Get questions. Yeah, yeah. Get questions a bit more like actually pertinent to the story at that point. It's still, uh, I still think the listening audience is like an episode or so behind when we typically record them, but it's still the same general area of the story where if we were doing a, an episode in a small talk back to back, y'all have no idea what's coming in like the next six episodes. Yeah. It would be so difficult to get any particularly useful questions that far out. Mm. But Yeah. Now, I, I, that, that actually probably is what you just said, Sam, is, is probably mine too, uh, actually of the recording episodes back to back. It just, whenever you're, because our episodes are generally, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, and any of you who actually play D&D, you know, like a normal session for a night is a minimum of three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a, it's not uncommon for a session to go six, seven hours. Um and so that the only coming and doing an hour and a half really like for me, it was, uh, it like, it very much felt like, but like we're doing a show. It's we're, not D and D. Yeah. I didn't feel like we were playing D and D. It felt like we were doing a podcast. Cause that's what we were. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now we've kind of switched it and we're still podcasting, but 
it's more organic D and D. Yeah, and I think it's better. Yeah, the, uh, and the I two agree. back to back is it, it's like three to four hours mm-hmm. of yeah. just straight playing D and D together. Yeah, well, before to get a backlog, we had to record three times a month. Yeah, like, yeah, and pretty nearly every single week yep. to really get ahead. And that was super stressful. It, it was, uh, especially when we started like, oh, we only have one episode. To in, in the tank, we have to record this weekend, and then and like, then Chase gets COVID. Yeah, Chase gets COVID. <laughs> and we yeah. have to record him. Yeah. Really, we find a he way really for fucked us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's really yeah. only Chase's fault. Like, yeah, I went. I went to Birmingham with a friend, and we went to a bar, and I got COVID, and then we found out. Okay, we can make this from home thing work. Hmm. Uh, uh, things I could change. Wasn't uh, this your question? It, it was. was. <laughs> it, does, it was a great question, which took all of my thought power, so I didn't think of an answer. Uh, uh, but my answer would be, uh, uh, when I was DMing, I uh, turns out that DMing for a podcast is different than DMing for a group of friends. Absolutely. Uh, that That's the, the thing I learned very quickly. Uh, I meticulously planned every single, like, moment, minute, scene, uh, beginning to end for like an hour and a half, and it stressed me out so much. Uh, and uh, I think the end product worked pretty well. I, I think what I would change is give a little more uh, power to my characters and still probably would have done meticulously planned everything, but been a little more uh, giving to whatever the characters decided to do. Uh, to just let them do it, because I am the uh, as a DM, I I, I believe in uh, invisible rails, where mm-hmm. you uh, the goal is to lay rails that the players can't see. And I think I could have done a little more uh, less rails that players can't see, and just more outline play. Mm, yeah. uh, but uh, that's hard to do. But I think I I could have done that better in the first season. Yeah, a little DM tip for anybody out there. The illusion of choice is so powerful. If you say, hey, you can go to one of these two cities, uh, whichever city they choose is the one where the shit happens. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever the next thing in the story is, now it happens in that city. You're welcome. But uh, I guess that leaves it to me. Uh, Mine is actually one that we've gotten a lot better about recently too. Um, But at the beginning, when we were just starting, we were still kind of getting used to the idea that we... We are here with our friends, people whose feelings and emotions we care deeply about, and we don't want to upset anybody. And that led to, honestly, some terrible communication. Mm -hmm. We would hold some stuff in, not talk about it until it came to like a boiling point. And then it's like, okay, now now we're all frustrated because we waited till the last second. It's just now coming out. Now we have to struggle to figure out what to do about it. But actually... It was when I had COVID that kind of actually led to y'all having a conversation that when I was still the baby, the new DM for the podcast, uh, we've talked about it a bit before for the episodes three and four, where at first we were just going to cut three, replace it with four, and it was going to be this whole thing. But that conversation really came about when I couldn't be in the room. Like I had COVID, these guys, they they started talking and realized like, okay, we've all had these same thoughts, but we didn't want to upset Chase or we didn't want to... Uh, express this and like bring down the vibes and uh, I'm guilty of it too we've done all done it this is just the most pertinent example because it led to really breaking it all wide open and since then the communication has been so much better it's made everything a whole lot easier and I don't know what happened it was just like one day we just like flipped it like, I, yeah, here it is it's like I, I'm not in the room y'all can talk a little bit more freely and realize oh we all felt the same thing about this 
we should tell Chase and get this fixed. And not going to lie, I was frustrated. It was like, okay, this we've had this recorded for months now. We're three, four episodes past this now. What are we doing here? But then once I sat down, I was like, okay, texted each of y'all. We got the notes, figured out what the issues were, and sat down, did some noodling on it. And <laughs> sure enough, came out with what are now two bangers of episodes that have led into even more bangers of episodes. And just good job, everybody. Yeah. That's, that's that's something we mentioned already yeah. of like, yeah. don't be afraid to speak up. Don't. Yeah. Because it, it like you said, it was, it was not trying to it, it was not like being conniving yeah it wasn't malicious <laughs> yeah it was just like we didn't want to hurt feelings yeah. and, and also the constant feeling of like well i don't like i i feel like i'm just an, being an asshole here and mm. then once it finally was said out loud other people were like yeah. oh yeah no i feel that way too and when you're like one of five people it's like i don't want to be the one to derail this right, right. now so i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut and we'll move on and hopefully it'll work itself out yeah so yeah, and that, and something that you guys have both said was the difference between DMing just like for your friend group mm-hmm. and DMing for a podcast. Yeah, I I remember the first like episode or two that like you talking about like because I know your normal like DM style for your friend group and stuff was like I don't really plan past this session. Yeah. Uh, it was like for for a podcast that's you know going to yeah. go long term. And that it's it's just different. It doesn't doesn't work the same. Well, so I even tried to kind of really to stick with that too, because yeah, my DM style has always been have a very very big picture idea of where the story should end up and maybe a couple of key points throughout. Then the rest is all like, okay, we'll see what the characters do. We'll see who they choose to interact with, what they choose to pursue, and build it from there. And I was not doing a good enough job like keeping y'all updated on like, here are the options. Here's where you can go. Here's who you can talk to. And just figured, oh, I'll put them in a city. They'll go somewhere and figure it out and we'll go from there. And yeah, podcasting for DMing for a podcast, you definitely got to plan more. Now, I still only prep probably a couple episodes ahead of time. Usually within the couple of days before, I'll, I'll be thinking constantly and then a couple of days before we actually record, I'll sit down, put it all in like my one note that I have, and it's working so far. But definitely have a much more thorough like bullet list of stuff and outline of the podcast yeah. and the story. Because I, I I've been a part of a campaign with <laughs> that Keith DM where we literally spent two <laughs> hours one night just uh, deciding on a plan. Yeah. Like, the, like there was something that we needed and we were trying to figure out how to get it. And we spent two hours planning. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a big just, difference between yeah, like in, yep. entertainment for an audience and, and entertainment for players. Yeah, and it because was a fun like, night. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a bad night. Play. Yeah, I just let them think. But like when it comes to uh, DMing for a podcast, it's like we have two major points we're going to hit in the next hour. And if you guys don't hit it, I'm going to force you to hit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just feels much different. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else, guys? I think that's it. Uh, just just to wrap this all, this anniversary episode, a nice little bow. Uh, just a quick shout out to you, the listeners. Um, if you've listened, downloaded, shared the show, if you're in the Discord, following us on social media, thank you. Uh, it's been a hell of a year. It's been a, it's been a long year, but it's been super rewarding. Um, and you all are a huge part of that. You know, without you guys, you know, we don't grow. Um, so if you uh, if any of you have supported us in any way, thank you. It really, I, I can't tell you how much it means to us um, just with your support and that we can, you know, we can all sit around and make this podcast and do the best we can. 
Um, but Chase, where can where can the people find us that might not know? Oh yeah, where you can find us that you can get us on all of our socials, and you can find all those at Linktree. That's linktr.ee/slash not the net one. Uh, they're going to find links to our uh, TikTok and Twitter, which is at nano dnd. Our Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at not the net one. I'll invite link to our Discord a. Uh, a SoundCloud and a band lab. Sorry, I got distracted by Alex dancing with all the original music that Alex himself has written for the show, as well as a Google Drive with nano wallpapers to rep all rep rep us on your devices. And as Sam mentioned, you the listeners make doing this worth it. We could do it, but it would not be nearly as much fun without all of you enjoying what we're putting out. And we want to thank you for one year of supporting us uh, making this show. And to do that, we're doing a giveaway. Our biggest giveaway yet. So there will be not one, Uh not two, Uh not five, but three winners for this giveaway. (laughs) Oh, wait wait a minute. We went down down a couple. Yeah, we did. But there will be three winners for this giveaway, and it's going to be taking place across a few of our different social media platforms. So we're going to do one on Twitter. Uh, One is going to be on Instagram, and the other will be in our Discord server. Uh, and they're what are they going to get? They're going to get every all three of the winners. You're getting stickers, you're getting the mug, and you are getting a special. Is it a D20? Yeah, it's going to be a chonk D20. A big old D20. Yeah, it's going to have uh, like liquid core on the inside. The actual dice itself is blue like the crystals. The inside's purple like the mist. It's it's going to be a special chonk D20. Damn. So all three of the winners across all three of those social media platforms are getting those items the mug, the stickers, and the dice. Well, the first place winner. But the first place winner is getting something a little bit special. And how we're going to decide that is you're going to, we're going to make a TikTok of us rolling those D20s for each of those winners. And whoever rolls highest is also going to get one of our shiny nano hats. So first place is getting the mug, the stickers. You're also getting a full set of dice and a hat with our logo on it. Mm -hmm. Just to be clear, first place, you're getting a full set of the same exact dice as the chonk. You're not getting a chonk. That's that's reserved for second and third. They had to get something a little special, but you get the full set, like all seven, eight dice with the liquid core, the mist, the crystal. They, They are... They're beautiful. Damn, that's cool. And a hat. And a hat for first place. So y'all, how can they do, how are they going to do this giveaway? Keep an eye on our social media as we are going to post the announcements and the rules on all three of those that we talked about, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Discord. Uh, If you want to increase your chances, you can enter on all three. You can only win on one though. So if there are duplicates, we will redraw. But get in there, join in on the fun, keep an eye out for those posts. And until next time, Sam, you got something for us? Oh, I got something. Until next time, stay swag money on a hundred thousand, my friend. Hundred million. Hundred trillion. Cool.